0: Hey guys, welcome to a segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. This is his host, DJ Joe. I coming you live here. In today's segment, we're going to talk about the Sixers Are Back, Baby, Raptors back-to-back blowouts, all-star recap, the drama in Los Angeles, and more. Well, for starters. We never underestimated our big man in Philadelphia, in Joel Embiid, was averaging in a career best, 29 points, 11 rebounds, and four blocks. But he was the lone sixer doing work. Curry was doing his thing, and so was Drummond before <clears throat> they got traded, except for Joel. But now we got a real team because now that bum Simmons got shipped out, but now it's time for Philly to take the next steps. And yes, James and Joel Embiid will now log heavy minutes down the stretch and the playoffs, because now the Sixers might gave up too much for James Harden and Millsap. But as everyone says, higher risk, higher reward, because we know what James can do. You know who he is. One year removed, he was averaging 30 points a game with the Rockets. Two years removed, he was an MVP candidate with the Rockets, averaging 30 points, 6.3 rebounds, and 12 dimes. And you guys all know who he is. It's James Harden, the signature, fear the beard, step back three. So it's a great player coming back for Ben Simmons, but Sixers are back, baby, because now they can go where they were supposed to go in the last couple of years, because Ben Simmons never wanted the grind, never trusted the process, never elevated his offensive game, and maybe his defense was his talent. But as a point guard, your job is not only playing defense, not only get your teammates going, But most importantly, be a key player on the offensive end and be able to shoot that thing and to let it fly. But Ben Simmons never wanted to grind, so he's not welcome here. And getting him shipped was a mission for our manager, Daryl Morey. But as LeBron once said, it was about damn time. And it happened. And now we can finally be happy to watch our Sixers play, because Sixers were the main topic of drama of this year. And now it's time for the Sixers to get into business aye, and face the music, which means that they gave up too much according to people. And these same people were criticized, Joel Embiid and James Harden for being well, Embiid for being an injury-prone player and James Harden to be a volume shooter who jacks up shots. And looking now, Joel Embiid is one of the best center in a game today alongside the Joker and Jokic. And Harden will make Joel Embiid better and what he is right now. <clears throat> because now Embiid does not need to jack up threes because now you got Harden that can do it. And Harden can do it at an efficiency rate if he plays his role, and this which will make Joel Embiid the best player in the, the best post player in the NBA, and that's what Shaq and Sir Charles Barkley wanted him to be. And now Philly is going to make noise either down the stretch and in the NBA playoffs. Mark my words, or as everyone says. Come hell or high water. But the Sixers have now back-to-back games as they beat the Wolves in Minnesota and now they blew out the Knicks in at the Madison Square Garden, thanks to a 66. 66- point combined by James Harden and Embiid as Harden had his first triple double as a sixer and this is just the beginning and it was nice to see them play and I know the Knicks are struggling are playing like garbage but you just got to take advantage and they took advantage of that but now we will talk about Canada's team the Toronto Raptors and for the people who've been Saying this, that Toronto should change the name to the Crafters, you need to be drug tested. You need to be, you need to get sent to the hospital, take vaccines, because they're not the Crafters. The Toronto Raptors won the championship in 2019. Al Naverson never won an NBA title. I don't see you calling him crap. The Raptors won the title in 2019 and it was not easy. So, the hate on the Toronto Crafters, on the Dallas Cowboys, on the Maple Leafs is gotta fucking stop. I'm just tired of seeing we getting disrespected from the Crafters to the Cowboys to the playoff victories to the Leafs. It's gotta fucking stop because I'm damn tired. To hear these people disrespect these teams, and which these teams have worked hard to get to where they are. The Toronto Raptors went from a team that had Vince, that had T Mac, that had the Rose, and had Lowry, and they won at title in 2019 with Kawhi Leonard and with Kyle Lowry, Fred VanVleet, Serge Ibaka, Pascal Siakam, Marc Gasol. You just got to give credit where credit is due. Not because we're not fucking Americans. We're Can- these are, are proud people to play for not only a Canadian team, but for the whole country. So the hate on calling the Raptors the Crafters, on hating on the Dallas Cowboys. And for the Cowboys, how many teams go to the playoffs every year? How many? Can you guys answer that? And that's not easy. And Dak Prescott had a horrific injury. Uh, Ezekiel Eri had a bad season last season. He's playing through injury this season. And they've been criticized, laughed at, and all these ugly-ass memes. And you guys need to fucking stop. It's getting to a point where us Cowboys fans are just damn tired. And yes, we are damn tired of not having a playoff win. But it's not that freaking easy. It's not easy. So you gotta stop with those hate, with those curse, with those memes, with those comments that the Dallas Cowboys are. Tra- They're not fucking trash. If they were, if they were trash, they wouldn't been set record. They wouldn't win two awards in the NFL awards a couple of weeks ago. They wouldn't make the playoffs. They wouldn't blow out teams. They're not trash. They're just. A contending team that's not to that level yet. But you gotta give credit where credit is due. The hate on the Dallas Cowboys need to stop. I'm tired of it and I'm starting to lose respect to the people that are used to be my friends, and as they criticize the Leafs Raptors, 76ers, the Leafs, it's getting to a point where I have no damn respect for you. Because if you don't give credit where credit is due, but you give credit to all these fucking bums that lose in the playoffs, you got Westbrook in Los Angeles, AD getting injured every every five minutes, you got LeBron doing everything, uh, LeBron switching teams, you got KD's always injured right now, you got Kyrie who's not taking the damn vaccine, and you're here criticizing the Raptors, the Sixers for giving up too much, the Leafs struggles with their fucking soft, with the Cowboys not winning in the playoffs, this gotta fucking stop. It has to fucking stop. That's it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing it, hearing it, and I don't care if you want to hate on the Cowboys, but... You cannot go on Twitter, on social media, because we, as Cowboys fan, will bring you down. It's not like, I don't understand what people don't understand. It's not easy to get to the playoffs. It's not that easy. It comes with the grind. But let's move on. So We'll talk about the Toronto Raptors, and I know they've been struggling as of late and they've been receiving bad news after every loss they've been having as Gary Trent Jr has cooled off after his 30 point streak Pascal Siakam is running through an abysmal 9 for 30 from the field and with his non related his non-related uh, covid-19 issue uh, so we don't know what's going to happen next for Pascal, Boji Unanobi just went back uh, to the injury reserve and Friday have been going through a knee issue which is why they have been low in back-to-back games. The blowout loss against the Hornets and now the Atlanta Hawks. And for the Raptors, they need the other guys that probably expect Thaddeus Young, the newly acquired big man for Gore Dragic, Gar- Gar- who went to Brooklyn. Expect him to play more minutes in the next couple weeks. And Boucher, who has struggled all season long, to step out of his funk and make a statement because the playoffs will be slipping away from them. And if they don't show up to games, because the Nets are coming closer. With KD returning in the next three games, Simmons is expecting to make his Brooklyn Nets BS 10 debut. And Kyrie could sooner be a full participant as a mayor of New York, who is expecting to lower independence for him to play at home. So that's why the Raptors need to get back into business. So the rest need to step out of the funk and win some games, because the next little while, most of their final games are on the road and some will be at home. As again, the mandates in Toronto will get lower and lower. And as we speak, um, they will expect more fans and expect next month in middle March to have a full attendance. Again, we're still waiting for the return of Kyle Lowry, official return to, to Toronto. And obviously, we want to see Danny Green as well because he hasn't received his ring from the 2019 squad, the most underappreciated uh, NBA champion, because he did told the Raptors that he wants fans to be there for him to receive the ring. So salute to the fans to salute defense of T.O. And now, we're going to recap the All-Star. And as you guys know, as I always say, and I'm going to keep saying, the All-Star game, the has gone worse and worse as every year went by. And they should just eliminate the draft. I don't understand why they still have that. They need to just get rid of it. And they need to just have East versus West or world, like just, They should vote on that, because it just gone so boring, a lot of drama, and it's always the same guys drafting. It's always Giannis, KD, and LeBron. It doesn't give other players for a chance to actually vote. And even if they want to keep the drafting, they should, make, they should just randomly choose a guy to make these selections is just the always the same person. So I think they need to just go to not have all that drama. They need to just go how it was before and they just need to dip the fan voting percentage on starters because that's a huge factor for the starters. And they need to just have fan base like 20% and the rest for the NBA media, the NBA coaches. And the employees of the National Basketball Association to choosing both sides because things are just out of hands because you have Andrew Wiggins starting, and no disrespect to Andrew Wiggins, the Canadian playing for his country, which he did not play for Team Canada in the summer uh, when they got eliminated in the in the uh, in the tournament. You had to date. Canada had to win to even have it chance to play in the Olympics, but he decided to not. But Devin Booker could have started instead of Andrew Wiggins. Chris Middleton was chosen to be an all and He's been quite all season long, while love football has been balled out. Pascal Siakam. And later on, Lamelo Bell went to the All-Star game because of the injuries. And also the NBA should have had Siakam instead of Jared Allen. But the reason they chose Jared Allen, because the game was in Cleveland. But just players having career seasons, big numbers, and being the first option, getting a for Wiggins, a bunch of whole overrated players going to the All-Star game. And Harden did not. it's not having a great season and he went to the All-Star game but did not play due to injury. And also Kevin Durant has had a wonderful season, but guess what, he missed the last two months with an injury. So I don't think this is an All-Star game where you applaud the players who are having current seasons, but it's just a celebrity. It's just how it is, and which has ruined the All-Star festivities over the years And nobody wants to watch the ugly-ass dunk competition. It's so bad. It's just so bad. And overall, everything is just not as fun how it used to be. But we hope the NBA can change that But right now. Let's talk about the Lakers, the team in Los Angeles, which is the final topic for today's show. But before I talk, the Lakers. I just want to warn you guys that the fans that bullied the Lakers last night at Crypto.com arena are not Lakers fans. Because when your team is playing like shit and struggling and not making shots and drama injuries, you have to rally behind them as troops, not bullying with them on, on ESPN, on national television, on ABC is not going to make things better for the life of the Lakers or the life of their players. And yes, Russell Westbrook had one assist last night, but it's not the only reason why the Lakers are just bad. But even though, if that's the case, that doesn't mean you as a Lakers fan have the right to pull them off the floor, which is kind of disrespectful. Because real fans are there to cheer them on, to rally behind them, to put them in a spot where they know Laker fans got their back. But not like this. Boyne LeBron James, the great, one of the greatest players to ever step on a basketball court. And they were booing the whole team that took the floor. And, that bull- and yes, they lost to the Pelicans team that do not have Zion Williams. But come on, you cannot pull them like that. That is just straight disrespectful. And things are getting, getting out of hand in Los Angeles. Things are getting so bad. The Lakers are playing bad. Everything's going not their way. AD and Westbrook and Jordan and Melo not coexisting. It's just garbage. And I told you guys, I told you, the Lakers are going to regret not making this trade. Taylor Tucker, Russ, first round pick for John Wall and Christian Wood in the second round pick. They're going to regret it because we both know John Wall is going to be a better player for LeBron than Russ. And Christian Wood will be a key piece because THD is not doing so well. I still don't understand why the, the Lakers declined that Lowry for Kuzma and THT last season. I still don't understand why the Lakers think THD is something that he will do for the Lakers. And now the Lakers are just not stuck with THD, but they're just stuck. Russell Westbrook, who has been totally disgusting, garbage, and bad. And like, they, like, Lakers should have never made that trade. I still understand why they even made that trade. Because Russell Westbrook is not a great player, man. He's just a stassy stuffer. Uh, grabs boards, gets some blocks here and there, uh, volume shooter, inefficient, can get make his teammates better. But the playoffs is not about making your teammates better. It's not about grabbing 10 boards or shooting 50 times. No. And that's that. It's just the reason why the Lakers should have never made that trade. Because we both know, as soon as they made that trade, Russell Westbrook is going to exploit. It's going to be exploited by the NBA for being on the Lakers with his inability to be a factor when he doesn't have the ball in his hands 100% of the time. And for the Lakers, they think that they they didn't knew that from the beginning, which makes them total stupid. And this is not a hate, I'm not hating on Russell Westbrook, he's a great person, he's a great player, but Russell Westbrook is not, yes, you can change how he plays, but it's not the player where, it's not the kind of player that the Lakers thought they were going to get. Remember when OKC acquired for Carmelo Anthony, and I told you, Carmelo Anthony is not just going to stand, stand behind the three-point line and wait for the pass from Stephen Adams, Paul George, or Russ. And what happened? Two years later, he got shipped out. Why? Because they finally knew that Carmelo Anthony is not the kind of player that they needed. Melo plays and hits that mid-range and sometimes hit that pull-up three. But for him to just stand in the corner and wait for a pass, it's not well. So the same thing, why the Lakers trade for Westbrook, what's the point? You guys know what he does. And for them to, to think that Russell Westbrook is just changed, no, he's not changed. He's been Russell Westbrook for a long time. <clears throat> And you guys know that Russell Westbrook is only <clears throat> a factor when he's running point and having the ball in his hands and jack shots. It's who he is. But let's move on from Russ. But it just, one last thing is just, for the Lakers, do you think <clears throat> that Westbrook will be an off-ball maestro alongside LeBron James and AD? Is just bad in always if you think about it. But for right now, the Lakers need to figure it out because the Lakers playoff run is slipping away. And the play-in can also be slipping away. Because you got big teams that are playing really good basketball and, and the you New know, spells expels the Trailblazers, they might get, they've been back in a couple of weeks. So it's Sacramento's getting better with Sabonis. So I don't think if they keep playing like this, they're going to go anywhere. But the only player that you should not blame is the man who's in his 19th season, and his name is LeBron King James from Ohio. Who just had another 30-point outing. And he's been going off scoring wise. And it's and it's highest points per game, his best scoring season since his last year in his first hit with the Cavs. And that's that's funny, man. Like the, like he's been shooting the lights out. He's been shooting the ball better than he has been in his whole career. But for now, I think like AD needs to be shifted off because I think he's just injury prone and he has injured the Lakers since his arrival. And looking back, what they've given up for AD could really be useful, not only for the Lakers, but for any team right now. Ben Ingram, first option, Pels, actually close to 18, 19 points. Uh, five rebounds. Lonzo Ball who's averaging uh, eight points, seven boards, seven assists in Chicago. You got Hart, who's been balling out. You got Kuzma, who's been balling out. Harold KCP, and these are kind of players what the Lakers need. Because look at. Ingram, like I said, what he's doing in New Orleans. Look how Lonzo has been a huge factor for the second seeded Bulls before his injury. Look how Kuzma is carrying the Wizards without Bradley Beal. Even before his injury, uh, Bradley Beal's injury, he was huge. KCP being small factor with his defense and shooting. And hard doing things in Portland after a short stay in New Orleans. It's just sad how these players, were on the Lakers. And yes, AD got him a match we, we know that, but that was the bubble year. And even then, even during that season, AD has missed games, and he has missed many since he arrived. And especially since they won the title, he's been missing a lot of games. And don't you dare say AD cares them. No, he helped them but LeBron did most of the work he carried them to the promised land and now the Lakers are just paying a price for doing those trades and they just have to learn their lesson to keep their young players and let them grind and develop develop. because look what Austin Reeves have been doing for the Lakers been playing deep and driving string that shot he's been letting it fly so i i think they need to keep on on their young players but the one player that i think uh, they should get rid of as a young player is Horn. i don't think he's a good fit for the lakers but last thing like i think the lakers need to shut, they need to shut down lebron james for the season both Melo and AD, especially AD, if the Lakers are going to play like this and lose game after game, lose to a trash team after trash team. like, it's going to be a mess this season, but anything can happen. We, we both know what well, LeBron James can One season of playoffs, it's just, uh, it won't be a marathon. It will be a fast race for LeBron James. But it, it's not like before it's tough, he's later in his career, but he can still get it done. But we'll see what the Lakers will do. But all I know is that this offseason is going to be a massacre for the Lakers. And I think the Lakers should ship out AD and Russ, and they need to keep Carmel on Because I like how Melo is balling out. This is true in the ball well. And... You know what LeBron can give you. So both of them doing great things and having role players, that's what they need to grab for Russell Westbrook and for Anthony Davis. They need players that can play the O the D for 82 games because things are just getting out of hand for Laker Nation and it has to stop before it gets more embarrassed. And again, LeBron is doing his best this season. But at one point, the Lakers need everyone to play, not just one player. And please, please stop the bullying. And guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode. As we recap some drama in the NBA and much, much more, make sure you go subscribe to our YouTube channel, like our video, and share it. The link will be in the description. If you guys want to send us a small donation, we will be proud to accept it accept it. The, the link for the GoFundMe page is in the description. Be safe, and as I always say, Mamba out.